from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving and storage studios, it's the Ramsey Show. Where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Merry Christmas, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. We're so glad you're with us. Julie's in Akron, Ohio. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Um, Merry Christmas to you all. I'm so excited to be on the show. We're honored to have you. How can Um, we help? Thank you. Okay, so I'm in the middle of my husband and I, uh, baby steps four, five, and six. Uh, we just paid off all of our debt, college, uh, his college loans, and things like that. And Love what it. we have now is um, a three hundred fifty dollars or fifty thousand dollars left on our home. Uh-huh. And then we also have two kids uh, going to college, and what well, one is going in the next year and a half, and the other one is going in three years. So. Uh, with the money that we have at the end of the month, should I just just put everything into the college funds? Right now, they each have fifty thousand dollars. Yes. So I have a total of a hundred. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna load up college. It's it's bearing down on you. It's right in front of you. So I'm just gonna okay. load that up. Uh, it doesn't necessarily okay. have to be in a five twenty nine at this stage. You're not gonna gain much interest or right. much growth uh, that's tax free because you're right there. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to, you know, start really, uh, researching the cost of the schools that we're talking about and, uh, Mm -hmm. what it's going to take to get them through that and then lean into that and try to get that, try to get that number going. Um, how much have you already got saved for college? So I have 50,000 each for each. So a hundred thousand for, for both right now. That's a good start. I, I also have. Okay, and then I have one hundred fifty thousand in our emergency fund, and I know that is high. Yeah. But, um, why do you have it like that? Why Why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> we I, can change you know, that. It's just It's just been sitting there, and um, I'm. I don't know if I should take you know fifty thousand and put it. Yes. Let's yeah. change that. You need. Three you should to take a hundred thousand and put it in mutual okay. funds. Mm-hmm. Get it earning some money. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting there. Okay. So it, now, so now you've got I, now you've got a uh, hundred thousand per kid for college. Right. Now you really right. need to okay. start sitting down and going. Where are they going to go to school? Okay. Which I my I I'm pretty sure my son is going local, so I think fifty thousand will cover him. Mm-hmm. But as mm-hmm. far as my daughter, I'm not I'm not sure. She's the the one that's three years away. But but you never know. <laughs> well, so. I, I'm I, um. It's, it doesn't happen to you. You happen to it. So we're, what we're doing mm-hmm. now is we're going to start telling her where she's going to school. Yeah. Getting real okay. numbers. Okay. And not, not like yeah. waiting for her to discover it. Um, okay. So we're going to start talking about this is the money that we have, and this is where these are the types of things, places you can go with the money we're going to have. Now, if your son goes local, uh, mm-hmm. are you saying community college or there's a four-year school in um, the area and he would live at home or what? 
Yes, there's a four-year university close. There's a, there's a couple, and he he wants to live at home. I think um, we want him to go away to get the college experience, but I think he's more comfortable. This is what he's telling us now. That's fine. Um, so you know, go yeah. to that college, and let's talk about what the actual mm-hmm. tuition is. It's probably eight or ten thousand dollars, and so four mm-hmm. years of that, you probably do have that covered. And so mm-hmm. we may okay. be a pr- once we kind of now let's start doing the same thing with daughter even though she's a little bit away okay what are you thinking about studying where where can you mm-hmm. study that would you go to uh you know ohio state university where are you going to go um you're going to mm-hmm. go over to columbus you know what are you going to do let's start looking at what right. that actually costs you may have enough to do both of them if he's going to stay home okay. okay well she probably does i mean she's got 50k per kid already she's got then 100k she's per got- kid well, I was going to say, and then no, she's got no, the hundred thousand. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Fifty thousand is the um, emergency fund. Okay, if if fifty 50, covers 000. your son, now your daughter has a hundred and fifty. Well, okay. she did, and you're done, and you need to start paying down your house. Julie, did you say that you right. already had fifty for both kids plus the hundred that we're pulling from yeah, your? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and if fifty covers yes. her son, then mm-hmm, she's got mm-hmm. one fifty for the daughter. Oh, you yeah, probably got sitting. your daughter covered. Oh yeah, you're doing you're doing good. That's why I want you to dial it in because I, I think you can stop okay. baby step five now that we've reallocated this. If you do a little bit of okay. research and become comfortable with the facts, and your daughter mm-hmm. doesn't think she's going to uh, Harvard because she's not. No. <laughs> no. So, Dave, not. would you? I have a question. Would you set? Would you? set the budget and say the budget is eighty thousand dollars i can or say I, I would can, you look for schools well, and I wanna, say I wanna, you within, have this range i mean i'm fine with this in-state tuition in-state university so she's in akron ohio mm-hmm. ohio state university yeah. is an example which by the way is not a cheap in-state right. school no, but um yeah. a l- mm-hmm. little bit pricey but uh but it's good school mm-hmm. and so academically mm-hmm. and you can yeah. go and, and they're playing football apparently too mm-hmm. so um you know so anyway you can do all that and you can uh you know, look at college experience. College experience is way down on my list of things to do. But um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't, I don't, um, I, you know, you're probably looking at, uh, I, I have to look it up, but I'm going to guess and say twelve to 15000 for Ohio State, plus dorm, plus books, yep. plus food. And yep. so you're probably over a hundred um, pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, yep. for, for a four year by the time she gets there, if, if she's going to do a traditional four year plan. And, uh, that, you know, so we got to start mapping that out. But once the thing about goals is if you'll get detailed on your goals, get detailed on your sons and it's not, I think this is what he's going to do. We're going to talk it through. Okay. Now this is the money I'm setting aside based on this discussion. So this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And then the same thing with the daughter, you know, we're going to, within this, we're going to use Ohio state as a template. And if you don't want to go there, you're going to go to somewhere that is priced at that or less Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. we're going to lock that down. And then every other dollar above that, I'm going to start dumping on that mortgage and getting rid of it. I know that's right. I know. And so you're going to be in a good shape there. Yeah. So the good news is you uh, cheated on the emergency fund, but it allows you to probably finish up baby step five Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. a little bit of research and detail, 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 detail. Here's the weird thing. The, ambivalent the unknown creates 10x the stress that the known does even if the known is tough if i know i've got an uphill climb to get there but i know the details of that climb it is less stressful than 
oh, it might be hard and it might be it's just a climb. I don't know where yeah. it is. You know, so you, when you detail out this tuition, yeah, books, dorm, yeah, this is the plan, yeah. And, and Even if it's more money than you got, at least you know the size of the dragon. Right. And your mind can rest a little bit. The, in, in, in the unknown, that's where the fear is. And that's when you start spinning your wheels constantly. Yeah, the unknown, the unknown just burns many, many more calories. <laughs> Mental calories. This is The Ramsey Show. Marshall Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're so glad you are with us. Our question of the day comes from blinds.com. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code Ramsey to get the best possible deal. Today's question comes from Brooke in Texas. We are newly married and just completed baby step one. I just graduated from college and do not have a job, but start my new job next month, making $16 an hour full time. My husband is currently in the military and is getting released, but we don't know when he is getting honorably discharged. My question to you is this. Should we start working on baby step two or should we work on saving our three to six month emergency fund? All right, Brooke, here's what I'm thinking. So we know that we have a possible, I'm I'm not going to call it a job loss, but a a job shift coming up. And what I don't want you guys to do is wait until you, you know, I don't want you to wait until he's discharged and then have him looking for a job. I want you guys to start putting out feelers now so that we can start to kind of close that gap. And the way I would approach this is I would start stacking up money as though you were going to put it onto your debt snowball, but I would kind of set it aside and and once this once this this smoke clears of these job transitions then I want you putting that money onto baby step two I don't want you to keep it there I don't want you to do the baby steps out of order it's not going to be your three to six months emergency fund it's just going to be money stacked up in case you do have that job loss and then I want you to put it to baby step two when the smoke clears what do you think Dave that's fine um traditionally Brooke we see too often folks transitioning out of the military wait until they're out of the military to start their job look that's a mistake you need to go ahead and very carefully target he needs to go ahead and very carefully target what his next season of life looks like Mm -hmm. what his next career is going to be get in the ken colma materials take the uh, get clear assessment on ken's stuff get the uh, proximity principle book Yep. Uh, paycheck to purpose book start looking at the resume templates and all that yep and then go go ahead and start looking for and landing the new job uh it's not unusual at all he has a pretty good idea when he's going to be cut loose i mean within a month or two yeah and so and, it, and as you get closer and closer it's going to get dialed in more and more and more and you can dial in the job um it, it may be you're just practicing 
a little bit early, but go ahead and practice. Go ahead and mm-hmm, go out, go mm-hmm. out there and do the interviews, get the job, talk about, you know, I'm not exactly sure when I'm going to be released, but when I am released, this is where I want to be. And if they need you to start this week, well, you can't start this week. I'm not eligible for that position, but he needs to go get the next job lined up. And I'm a little confused how you graduate from college and you make $16. I'm wondering the same thing. You can thing. make $18 stocking shelves at Target. Yeah. What in the world? She needs to get her income up. Yeah. yeah. You're 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 a step away from Wendy's right there. And I think that with no, your No, I think you're a step behind Wendy's. Yeah. You're a step away, but it's behind. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh man. I don't I don't know what yeah. I'm not sure what your degree's in or what your career field is, but you've got some work to do on your income as well. Absolutely. But but Jade is right. Temporarily, we're in the middle of a bunch of transition, a bunch of storms. Let's just pile up cash, a a big old pile, like you were like you were paying aggressively on debt. Aggressively pile the cash, and then the day that he lands the new position, or the day that the uncertainty around all of this goes away. Uh, then you take that money, you throw it at your debt snowball down to $1,000 and you start working your baby steps straight up. You're exactly right. right. That's right. Exactly how I would approach this. All right. Sam is in Dayton, Ohio. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the Ramsey show. Hi, thanks for having me. Sure. Uh, What's up? I have a question about using an HSA for investment versus uh, medical costs. Mm Mm-hmm. So I recently had a hand injury and um, I met my deductible and whatnot. And um, I was wondering if I should pay myself back for those expenses uh, from the HSA that I've been building or just continue to rebuild my emergency fund with the income that I have. How much money is involved? Uh, $5,000. What's your income? Uh, About $90,000. You have any debt? No, other than my house. Good. Way to go. Uh, is this over or is this going to be ongoing medical? It, it's over. Okay. Um, and you've already cash flowed it. Yeah, to this point, it, it would be re- replenishing my emergency yeah. fund with. You'd yeah. be reimbursing yourself from the a- yeah. HSA to replenish your, your three to six months? You know, I'm going to go ahead and just put the Correct. money into the, uh, just leave it. I'm, I'm going to recoup. In cash flow, I'm going to leave it in the HSA. Uh, you don't have okay. to have it. The beauty of the HSA is two things. One, a large lump sum you cannot cash flow, and it allows you to uh, to cover it, obviously, the health savings account. And the second thing is it's tax-free. So if you've got a chronic situation, like I've got a friend that's got Crohn's, and so he's got chronic. He's got bills and bills and bills. He's always got bills going. Mm-hmm. And, and so basically he gets all of his health care tax-free mm-hmm. because he pays all the bills out of the HSA, which is a tax-free account, tax-deductible mm-hmm. account. And, and so it, where you've got a chronic situation, that's why I ask if this is ongoing, then it makes a lot of sense or if it's super large. Now, I, transpo- you know, the, uh, the, the opposite way of looking at that is uh, what I have done with my HSA is I have never touched it. Yeah. And I think I've got – I may have four hundred grand in there now. I just I've loaded it every year. Yeah, it's it's like another retirement account. That's right. And I just put it in mutual funds. And so, but but we've been inordinately healthy at the Ramsey House. <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah. And so we haven't had any big events. Mm-hmm. Um, and the events that we did have, uh, small to medium or whatever they were, we just wrote a check for them. And so we've just treated it as an investment account for that reason. 
So we know that for the people listening, you wouldn't invest your money that the money that's sitting in your HSA, you wouldn't actually invest it obviously until you're in baby step four. But Dave, what at what amount, let's say you're in baby step four, at what amount in your HSA would you then start investing it into the, the, the funds they have there? In the mutual funds? Yeah. Uh, when you know you're going to be leaving it alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you're in a strong enough financial condition, you're going to be leaving it alone. And so for most people, that's probably they've got an extra 20 grand in there or something yeah. like that. And uh, like we've got a company called Health Equity mm-hmm. that we've endorsed and that we use here inside yeah, of our great. company. And they uh, they allow us uh, to take the HSA and put it into mutual funds of our choice. Mm-hmm. And so 100% of mine, mm-hmm. because I just don't need it. And, and so I'm using it as yet another way to keep the taxes off of that small amount of money every year. And once you hit a certain age, you can access that as though it were a normal retirement. Exactly. It no longer has to be used for actual health health purchases. So that's a great thing about it. It's a wonderful vehicle. Love that. Exactly. James is in Huntsville. Hi, James. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Hey, so I'm 23, um, and I have actually purchased a house at the beginning of this year. Um, my issue now is I am at risk of a foreclosure on my house. Um, just kind of needed some guidance. I'm kind of new to your plan and, and seeing um, what maybe I can do to help myself out. How many payments behind are you? Uh, I am four payments behind. Okay. What kind of loan? FHA, VA, or conventional? Uh, it is a FHA. Okay. Um, why are you behind? Um, so I, I work in healthcare, and I've actually uh, had COVID three times within the last um, in the last six months, and as well as some family things that kind of got me behind on on work. I work twenty four hour shifts, so if I miss one shift, I, I miss um, almost half of my check. Okay, uh, COVID three times is twelve or fourteen days, fifteen days. Correct. That does not put you four house payments behind. There's another problem at, at work here. Yeah, the family stuff is much bigger than the COVID stuff. Okay. Is that right? Uh, there were several days that I missed due to, due to lost family members and, and things such as that, yes. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what, we're going into a commercial break. I don't want to give you a short answer on your home being foreclosed on, sir. It's too important. We'll help you when we come back. You hang on with us, okay? This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. We're talking with James in Huntsville. He's 23. He's four payments behind on an FHA loan, trying to figure out what to do with foreclosure bearing down on him. Uh, that's due to uh, he's in health care, having had COVID uh, a couple, three times, and having had some family issues, some losses in the family that have cost him some work hours as well um and uh so forth that's about how much we how far we got into the call is that a fair summary of what you told me so far sir yes sir okay how much your house payment uh my house payment is 1052 dollars a month okay how many bedrooms uh it is a three bedroom two bath how many roommates 
I have no roommates. Okay. Um, I did have one. Um, so getting into that, um, if I'm, if that's okay, um, I had some issues with the house that were not found in the inspection and, um, they were, the roommates were not comfortable with, with those issues until I got those fixed. What is that? Um, so the insulation in the attic, um, causes several air leaks, um, around, so the, the heating and cooling is an issue. Um, there were some electrical issues with, um, power surging, um, as well as, um, How old the, is this house? Uh, the house was built in 1985. Ugh. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Do you have any idea what the house is worth today? Have you talked to a real estate agent? The house is worth around one uh, one ninety five. Who said? I wrote down. Uh, that was uh, I did try to sell the house early earlier in the year because I, I realized that I got into a situation, um, and that's what it was appraised at through their through their appraisers. Okay, and what do you owe on it? Uh, I owe one eighty. Okay, cool. All right, good. Um, so what I would do number one is I'd contact a real estate agent at RamseySolutions dot com under elp our ramsey trusted real estate agent talk to a couple of different ones uh tell them to get over there and get it listed uh this week so that it's on the air on, on the market as soon as the first of the year hits okay we want to okay. get that get that part moving um and what do you make yeah i make uh 48 five a year what do you do uh i work in uh, the, the emergency medical services you're an emt that's correct James, how long have you had this house? I've had First this house year. since the beginning of the year. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're working, what kind of shifts at as an EMT? Um, so right now our set shifts are 24 on 72 off. That's what I thought. Um, trying to get in ahead of this and get it fixed. I'm working 24 on, 24 off, and then mm-hmm. 24 back on. Okay, so you're able to pick up extra hours, in other words. Yes. And that raises your 48 considerable. Correct. Okay. All right. So 24 on, 24 off? Correct. Okay. All right. But the 24 on is you're at the firehouse, and you may or may not be awake. You may or may not. I mean, you have to be ready to make a call if the call comes in, but you can sleep, correct? That's correct. Yeah. You're not up 24 hours, just for those of you listening. All right. Um, So you're working like a fireman type uh with the fireman a type of a shift okay uh, is there any scenario where he can yeah when get, you're get when you're off work payments? you can work so when you're off work go ahead and, and pick up some side stuff immediately hustle and grind um and you you've you've got the right antidote which the antidote is work and create as much money as you can create um as fast as you can create it and start throwing it at this here's the thing uh, there's a couple things that give you some peace. Number one, with an FHA loan, there is zero chance they are going to foreclose before you are six to seven payments behind. So okay. if you don't do squat, which you're not going to do, but if you do nothing, you got two months. That That's great. Okay. Number one. Number two, if they do foreclose, HUD, Department of Housing and Urban Development, does not chase a deficit on this so if they take the house back and lose money they do not come after you your credit will be messed up but you don't have a deficit they're not going to come after you okay so these are like our worst case scenarios that are not going to happen 
Understood. What's going to happen is is you're going to go make a bunch of money and you're going to get current. Yes, definitely. Um, So another question I have with with this is um, if is a quick sale something that I I should look into? A short sale? A short sale. You don't need a short sale because you've got a little bit of equity. Someone will pick this up for what's owed on it in this current market. Okay. Because you've got a cheap house and cheap houses are hard to come by. Understood. There's not a lot of hundred eighty five thousand dollars houses in Huntsville, Alabama. It's just that's a good, that's, that's a that's a sweet price point. It should sell. With, it should sell with a good realtor. You may have to you may have to do some extra cleanup. You may have to do some odds and ends <laughs> things. But you need to get this thing on the market and get it gone. It is not a blessing to you. Right. Correct. And, and that's what I realized whenever I after I got into the house and, and started looking at everything and, and started figuring out what what needed to be done with the house. Okay, the, the last thing is this. There's a process called a forbearance and get with a Ramsey coach on our website and they can help you work a forbearance. A forbearance is where they negotiate with the mortgage company, giving them good reason to believe that you can get caught up. And the good reason is your new budget based on all the work you are doing and the work you're getting ready to do that you're not even doing yet, all the income you're creating, because you're going to go create $70,000, $80,000 worth of income working uh, 70, 80 hours a week right now. You're 23. You can do that. Now, what a forbearance is, is you're going to pay like a payment and a half for eight months. Okay. And that'll bring you current. And that also stops a foreclosure as long as you get in the forbearance and you stick to it. So you can get with Ramsey coach, set up a forbearance of a payment and a half, and nothing precludes you from prepaying that and stopping the forbearance early because you made enough money just to quote, get current. Understood. But a payment and a half on four payments behind will get you there in eight months. You see how I'm doing that? Correct. So you're not going to get foreclosed on. We're going to put the house up for sale. We're going to put it on a forbearance and you're going to work like a freaking maniac and create money like you've never created before in your life. No excuses, nothing else to do. You don't get to spend money on anything but food, lights, water, and house payments. That's it. You don't get to do nothing. gas to get to work. That's all. You're just bare freaking bones. So hold on, James. I've been where you are. I've been scared like you are. I know how it feels. We're going to help you. I'll have Austin pick up, and we'll hook you up with one of our Ramsey coaches and help you with that forbearance part. You are going to get in touch with an ELP on the website, and you are going to pick up yet another side job in addition to your overtime. That's good. That's a tough situation. But those things that you explained, those those are good things to know about the the six to seven payments behind before they'll come after you. Again, it's making sure that you understand all the facts. It's not just a bunch of unknowns floating around in your head, creating chaos. You know, I feel like you gave him some real. It's probably fair to let hope. folks know. I mean, I used to buy foreclosures for a living, mm-hmm. and I've done this foreclosure forbearances with mm-hmm. people for thirty years now. Mm-hmm. And after that, so here's the thing, HUD. The FHA is the government, mm-hmm. federal government, mm-hmm. federal housing administration mm-hmm. guarantees this loan for, we'll say, countrywide. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have regulations on countrywide to keep countrywide from just instantly foreclosing because if they instantly, when they foreclose, FHA gets the house back and countrywide gets all their money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they don't want countrywide just pulling the rug on everybody. I see. So they've got. 
in order for Countrywide, to, for their guarantee to get all their money, the federal guarantee, the mm-hmm. FHA guarantee to get all their money, they have to abide by HUD's regulations on a foreclosure scenario and they have to take certain steps. Mm-hmm. There's like, I don't know, there used to be 25 steps, 26 steps or whatever, and it takes six months for them to do that. I see, I so see. So they, the mortgage company would lose their FHA guarantee against loss. Mm-hmm on the loan if they don't follow those steps and those steps take six months yeah so it's not unusual to find an fha that's 12 months behind wow before it's foreclosed on but you never see one under six months ever the and more i've been doing you know. this a long long time i've never seen one the more you so know that's where that came from so that that is not to abuse the system but that's to give you peace while you make the turnaround right that's how this works this is the ramsey show Scripture of the day, Luke 2, 8 through 11. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, In the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Billy Graham said the very purpose of Christ coming into the world was that he might offer up his life as a sacrifice for the sins of men. He came to die. This is the heart of Christmas. God Mm. gave his only begotten son. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for being with us, America. Nathan is next. Nathan is in Minnesota. Hi, Nathan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jade. Welcome to the show. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to, you. to you. What's up? Yes, thank you. Um, I had a couple questions regarding investing. Um, I'm about to start baby step four, and I'm wondering... First question, what your thoughts on REITs are? And then the second question is, I know you say not to invest in single stocks. However, what have you ever done any research on investing in several stocks for a dividend portfolio with, uh, you know, at least 10% rates of return over 10 years? Sure, just looking at drips, yeah. Uh, the thing is, it, that, all of those things are fine. REITs and drips are fine. Uh, for your portfolio once you hit baby step seven and you're maxing out your retirement but for your retirement accounts themselves the most efficient growth and the best growth is going to be just straight up the four types of mutual funds we talk about the math will show you that if you look at the track records growth growth and income aggressive growth and international the REITs have really come on in the last I don't know decade maybe even 15 years uh, and are, are they are a legitimate 
way to get some money in real estate now. You can find REITs with good track records that'll be as good as a growth stock mutual fund up in the 10, 12, maybe even 13% range on a good long track record, well-run long track record. So, you know, you can find something you're comfortable with there for sure. And drips, drips a little more difficult to pull off that that portfolio management. Few people do it well. Uh, it's, uh, it's academically, theoretically possible. It's a pain in the butt to actually pull it off, and uh, and a lot of people talk about it more than they actually do it uh, among the millionaires that I talk to. Okay, um, uh, so uh, but but REITs I'm fine with, but I wouldn't use a REIT in your in your 401k. I just fill up that with regular mutual funds like we're talking about. But after you get to baby step seven and you've got some extra money to invest and you don't want to be a landlord. A read is, is okay. And if you want to do some drips, that's fine. If you want to do some single stocks, it's okay. I just tell people don't, that people get all jacked up about the sexiness of buying and selling stocks. And the track record is, is that people don't make much money doing it. Uh, the average investor buying and selling on his own account makes about a 7% rate of return on single stocks mm. where the mutual, where the market is averaged 11 to 12. So, you know, that's the reason I don't do it. it. But I tell folks, if you want to fool around with it, sometimes people enjoy it almost as a hobby, yeah. a maximum of 10% of your net worth. And that's really at baby step seven and beyond is what I would do there. So thanks for calling in, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Mark is in Santa Barbara. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Ramsey show. Hey, Dave. Uh, so my, Merry Christmas, by the way. Merry um, Christmas. My brother told me about uh, your show and it kind of lit a fire to my butt to become debt free. Good. Um, uh, and so I think I might be on baby step two, but I might've accidentally started baby step three. Did you pay um, off for all your debt? Um, one, no, I oh, okay. got 60,000 in student loans right now. Okay. Um, and, but I've also got some investments about a, a little over a hundred thousand in investments, and I'm wondering if in, I should in retirement account or open investments. Uh, retirement account, um, company stock that uh, the company's offered me. How much company stock have you got in dollars? Forty-one thousand. Good. How much non-retirement money do you have other than that? Non-retirement, other than that, there's seven thousand in an HSA and about five thousand in just other things. Uh, Okay. All right. So you got sixty thousand dollars in debt, and we've got forty-six thousand dollars to throw at it. Good. That mm-hmm. reduces it a lot. What's your income? It's uh, hundred and it, it'll be one hundred fifty-two thousand <laughs> uh, come next year. It's certainly more than I deserve. I I just want to check, uh, Mark. Did you hear what what Dave's telling you to do right there? He's telling you to liquidate that that company stock and put it onto yeah. your debt. Yeah. I didn't quite catch that. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're um, telling you to do. Yeah. We, we don't want to touch huh. the the retirement accounts, but the mm-hmm. the company stock where you said you had about 41k there and then you said you had some other right. money, we want you to liquidate that. We want you to sell it off because that company stock, it's 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 in one company if if anything happens that to that company, you're going to lose that money. So that's not Right. typically the way that we would tell you that's never the way we would tell you to invest. So you can go ahead and liquidate right. that. You can throw it towards your debt and if right. you're still currently investing, we would tell you to actually pause your investing for the time being and take that money and add it to your baby step two part of your debt snowball. Does that make sense? Yeah, it that, it, it kind of blows my mind because I was ready to, to start hustling. And I know for, you were. I, well, I know and, you and were. And go ahead and start hustling too. 
Yeah, do that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead and make some. Right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What we've discovered is that the reason people don't win with money is they try to do seven things at once and they get none of them done, which mm. is what you've been doing. You're buying single stocks. Right. You're putting money in your mutual funds. You're working on your debt and you're thinking about taking an extra job and nothing's moving. Mm-hmm. Instead, I just punched mm-hmm. this thing in the face a minute ago. I, did, I mean, right. the boxer is laid out on the mat. I just knocked him down. And you're going to go right. over the next time he gets up, and you're going to finish him off. Total mm-hmm. freaking focus on one goal at a time. First goal, no debt but your house. We're getting rid of that 60000 Second goal, an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Now we're ready to invest because you don't have any payments in the world. You make $150,000. You're a stud, man. You're ready to go now. Heck, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. The good news is is you're on fire about your situation. You're on fire about doing the best that you possibly can with your money. We're just trying to make sure that you do it in the, in the smartest, most effective way. Hey, man, I'm going to send you a copy of this little quick read we just did called The Momentum Theorem. Focused intensity over time multiplied by God creates unstoppable momentum. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. I'll also send you a copy of the book, The Total Money Makeover, to show you how to work this plan. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for calling in. So, Jay, that's the uh, the difference in the Ramsey way is that we have figured out the math doesn't work when you only do math. Well, yeah, we know that money is not just about math and in a lot of ways it's more about your mind it's behavior behavior it's your behavior your character your relationships Mm -hmm. your focus Mm -hmm. or your lack of it Mm -hmm. and it's amazing that when people start the the number of times for instance that someone does a debt-free scream and their income has gone up dramatically Mm -hmm. during the two or three or four years they've been getting out of debt it's because they now had a reason for it too that's true. So they've got all of these things in their life that were just kind of out running out there on mediocrity. All of a sudden, they're striving for excellence to cause that one thing to happen, and it's all pointed at that one thing. But uh, that rising tide raises every part of their life. Their relationships get better. Yep. Their their career accelerates. Their income accelerates, and as they're uh, trying to hit this one singular focused goal of clearing the debt, and then later on, we take that same exact power and point it at wealth building. And that's why we end up with all these Baby Steps millionaires. Focused intensity over time. That's it. Multiplied by God equals unstoppable momentum. The Momentum Theorem. That's that little book I was just talking about. Puts us hour into books. Way to go. Austin, Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew. Merry Christmas, Booth dudes. You guys do a great job. Zach, great job in there, man. Be careful on the road. Absolutely. hey we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus dave here you can find all of our shows with the ramsey network app on your smartphone it's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.